What's up, Chris? Welcome back to the show, man. What's up, man? I'm like, I'm the most regular guest so far. You sure the hell are. You don't know it, but I'm roping your ass into this. Well, I'm, I'm quite all right with that. I love it. You know, no, I that's love great. Podcasting. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's so funny. Like to, We jump on Zoom and we get to talking and then we have to have this moment to where we're just like, oh, okay, and go. Yeah. It's like this weird, this weird official thing. That's probably how I'll just start off every podcast from now on and be like, and podcast. Um, so you're back on for a very specific topic that I want, I want to cover, um, a couple of episodes ago, whatever. I think I'm in like 30 episodes. I don't even know which is which anymore. You're cranking them out. It's pretty wild. I love it. But I did, uh, talk about my, my mountain trips and, oh, it was was called training for a purpose. And so I talked a lot about you know, going on hikes. And every time I go on a hike, I learn something new. And so I try and implement some sort of new workout or diet and I get strategy for going back to the mountain. Um, and so I just, I wanted to talk to you because you went on a trip with us. And so I want to start off by asking you the question, what comes, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say Mount Beerstadt? Oh man. Uh, there's a specific moment where I had a, a, a mental and physical breakdown on on the mountain but that's the first thing that comes to mind so you first um, think physical and mental breakdown yeah yeah uh, yes <laughs> i mean that's kind of a crazy I, thing i freaking love it talk about it yeah so this was my first uh attempt at hiking a 14er which well, is well really any trail right any trail yeah really so we, like i had we, never really even we, done a little baby trail we didn't even pop your cherry we just smashed it with a sledgehammer <laughs> you know th- yeah that's true it's, it was the same thing for my brother i don't know that he had gone hiking uh either but you know it was andy first, had remember he spent exposure. a bunch andy spent oh a that's bunch right of time yeah in, he was in, in alaska yeah he went in alaska and did a, and a ton of hiking and he actually drew from some of those experiences while he was he was on the mountain he had a cookie jar but you didn't have a cookie jar i didn't have a cookie jar i was out there just a little what do they call like uh green as, as could be man i just had i had no experience you i had no reference point for what i was about to endure you were and, a youngling and anakin was the mountain oh and i got slayed <laughs> struck me down i love it i love it so yeah let's let's paint that picture a little bit like i'd gone to colorado a couple times i wanted to go back i invited you and andy and um i googled easy 14ers and sent uh-huh. you guys a list now, number one, I'm going to call bullshit on that list, Google. Yeah. And I sent it to you guys. I said, hey, choose a mountain. And Andy was like, Mount Beerstadt. And I was like, okay, great. Yeah, we and didn't even like second. I don't even think I looked into it. I was just like, okay, whatever. Well, I'm remember, sure I all sent, of these are nice. I sent you a blog post that some girl had written about hiking Mount Beerstadt. She was like, what to be prepared for? Oh, yeah, and the it, false. Yep. Yeah. And so you read the article and you were just like, no, I feel good about it. Like this chick never worked out and she went and did it. Yeah. And at this point I was, I was like, was I within the last week? I was like within the last two weeks of 75 hard or something like that. I want to say I was like in the sixties as far as days goes. Yeah. I was feeling like a badass. I was feeling like, man, I've been crushing the mental to like, I am mentally fit and I'm the most physically fit that I've ever been. And, uh, and it, and it wasn't enough, (laughs) but, but to kind of paint the picture, um, I was excited uh, one of my, I think this was the second time I'd ever been in Colorado. We camped out. That was awesome. Had some fires. It was just gorgeous everywhere we were. Oh yeah. And, uh, we, we hit the trail early. Uh, and the crazy thing is, is we thought like, what time did we get there? Like five, five forty-five, six 6am. Yeah. It was pretty early. It was maybe five thirty, five forty-five. Yeah. 
So we were like, damn, we're getting here early. And the craziest thing I remember is when we pulled up, first off, there was way more cars than I thought there would be. There was probably hundreds of people on this trail, uh, even early in the morning. And yeah. we're looking down at the base, even, I don't know, what would you say? Three quarters of a mile away from the trailhead? Uh, sure. Or like from the start, like where you start the ascent? Yeah. Um, like three quarters, a mile maybe even away. And you can just see all the way up this mountain, all these headlights and these the headlights of people. Yeah. yeah climbing the yeah, mountain. So it was still like, dark oh, when we got crap. there. Well, we were at, remember we were at the campsite and we were like, oh, we'll hit, we'll leave here about six or something like that. And they were like, nah, you want to get on earlier. And we're like, what yeah, time are you getting people. out there? And they're like, oh, we're probably going to start like at 4 a.m. And I was like, forget that. I'm not starting at 4 a.m. Yeah. And so, any, so we, anyways, we ended up pushing back or pushing forward, I suppose, our um, start our start time. time because of talking to those people at the campsite. Yeah. Yeah. And it was pretty wild. I think the first thing that I realized uh, immediately was that I was not prepared in terms of clothing and warmth. Um, it was a lot colder than we thought it was going to be. Uh, and granted, when, when did we go? It was like in July. It was in September. Yeah. Or August. It was, it was August. It was August. So, you know, you we're thinking it's going to be warmer than it was, but I mean, it was cold. Like I could see my breath in the morning and, um, none of us, I didn't have moisture wicking <clears throat> hoodie or anything. Yeah. And I'm like sweating immediately. So we start, we start the ascent, you know, we get to it and I'm already kind of like, a little tired once we get to the base of where we're going to start our ascent. You know, we had this month and it was just so fast paced. Like we couldn't take a nice ease because there's a line of people literally walking to start the ascent. And so it's like, if you slow down, you got to pull over. It, it's just a whole thing. So I feel like we moved really quickly from the car to where we actually starting ascending and then even ascending. Like it was all within like an hour. I feel like, we covered a lot of ground really mm -hmm, fast mm -hmm. and, uh, and man, fatigue had already like hit me an hour into it. And I was like, okay, I can, I can push and, you know, I'm pushing, but I'm starting to slow down and I'm just starting to have all these thoughts. Like, I don't think I can do this. And, uh, and I'll, I remember like we hit our first, is it a false summit, a false ridge? What do they call it? Sure. I mean, it was a false summit. I don't know that it was the false summit, but there it was were a, a lot. It was a false summit. Okay. Uh, it's probably yeah, a ridge. Multiple, yeah. Yeah, because well, you just, get up on a ridge, and then once you hit that ridge, you look up and you see that there's another ridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I guess there was the false summit, like way up top, that you guys hit, and then you guys had to scramble up those, like those other. Right. Ridges. That's probably the real one. But we had hit a ridge to where I was like, "Oh wow, we're getting close." And then we hit that, and then I realized like the journey's just begun. Like this is just the start. And I already, I had nothing left, you know, we're, we're probably at this like point. three, three hours into it at that point or something. Yeah. Yeah. Th two, three hours, something like that. And, and that's uh, up. That's not even, that's, that's yeah. just going up. And I'm yeah. like, I got nothing, man. And at this point I can't feel my hands. I can't feel my nose. Um, I, I had a little thing where I got really mad and I don't know if you remember, like, and I kind of like walked off and was just kind of like, on the verge of tears. Like, I can't freaking do this. Like, what the heck? Like I thought, yeah. I thought this would be easy. Anyways, I ended up pushing, uh, maybe another 45 minutes and didn't get very far, but you know, we were making, and you guys at this point were, it seemed like you and Andrew were trucking along really well. And I was not, I was starting to go very slow. And, uh, and then it was probably three and a half hours in at this point that I, I physically couldn't go any further. And I like had to sit down and 
I didn't eat a huge breakfast. I was, I was drinking water, but yeah, I had no energy. It's like I had, a, my right. body had depleted all of its fuel. I was cold. Like I couldn't feel my hands. I couldn't, I was getting shaky. Well, let's talk about that. Real, I want to, I want to back up just a little bit. Cause um, number one, we didn't, we didn't expect the cold. Yeah. And I think when you had asked me where we were going, um, I had told you, oh, it's like 45 minutes outside of Denver. And so when you went to look at the weather, you looked up Denver. Yeah. But we were going into a little town like sandwiched between mountains where it's significant, significantly colder. Yeah. It's, we were, it's pretty commonly like 15 to 20 degrees, like at least 20 degrees cooler in the mountains than it is right. like, you know, when you're in Denver. Yeah. So we woke up in the morning, we're like, holy shit, it's cold. And so we did layer up. But what happened with you without having moisture wicking and you're sweating in that first hour is that then your base layers drenched with sweat. Yep. And then as you're, you start to cool down, essentially, then, um, you know, your body's not producing this heat. And so now you're like shivering cold because you're, you're wet in your base yep. layer. And so oh, yeah. you, you were saying like, I I feel numb. I can't feel my hands. I can't feel my feet. I'm like, why is this guy so cold? And yeah. I remember a moment where we sat down and you had this little temperature gauge, this thermometer on yeah. your backpack. And I looked at it and I was like, does that say 41 degrees? Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, it's 41 degrees out here. And Which, it was like 41 degrees and windy. Like it was windy. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So the thing about Mount Beerstad is there's no, there's no trees. You already start. Yeah, we were above Alpine. You're already you already start above Alpine, so there's no coverage. There's, I mean, you're just completely exposed. Wind. Sun. At that point, the sun was out, but the shadow the shadow of the mountain was still on us. Yeah, in more ways than one. So we were on the cold like, side of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah, and so you know, I was. Anyways, there was that moment, and I actually made a a post on my Instagram, like going into detail. I probably spent an hour and a half writing this post on the way home. I don't know if you remember that. I remember that, yeah. Uh, but in this post, I talked about that moment where I like I sat on the side of the mountain, and I was shivering, couldn't feel myself. You know, I like I couldn't feel my hands. I, I literally, if I had ever been on empty this if i'd never been on empty before in my life this was that moment yeah where i didn't see how i was going to be able to take another step and i i remember pounding it like pr probably six tablespoons of peanut butter is like some granola uh you had like i feel like jason you had a mixture of like some drink or something that i i took a couple swigs of but even yeah. and i and we probably sat there for 15 20 minutes and it and then i got some of that energy my body started using that and then i just kept going one step after another and uh i probably pushed for another hour um and at this point like the it was just getting steeper and steeper like so let's the talk incline about that. wasn't lessening you you reached a point to where you felt like you couldn't go anymore right but then you pushed on from that point yeah and so oh yeah there's a whole there's a whole big important thing right there that i was just about to skip right over yeah talk about that yeah so i had i had hit a point it was weird. I don't even know if I told you guys this, but I feel like I could see myself in third person, like almost, maybe almost an out of body experience. And I, and I could just see myself like gassed, nothing, nothing left hit a wall. And I'm on my ass on this wall. And I got, I got nothing. <laughs> and, uh, I remember thinking like, this is the most significant moment of my life. And I have to push through this. If I don't, I will regret it for the rest of my life. Hmm. Like I, I got nothing, but there's got to be more in the tank. And at this point I had read, 
you know, you, you can't hurt me by David Goggins. Yeah. And I, you know, followed a bunch of these guys that are like, when you got nothing left, you know, there's more essentially is the message that a lot yeah, of Go these... Goggins would have argued that you were at 40%. Yeah, for sure. You, you know, for sure. It was <laughs> It had been like, Oh, you felt like quitting. You, you were only at 40%. You got more, you got more in you. That's dude. right. You know? <laughs> and, uh, I remember asking my brother to take a picture of me because I wanted to remember that moment of like, I got, yeah. I got nothing left, uh, but I'm going to keep going. And literally for the first like 10 minutes after that, it was just one foot in front of the other. So slow, so slow. And then eventually I, my muscles got warmed up again and I, you know, I started pushing forward. And then again, I went for another hour, stopped and told you guys, that's it. I got nothing else. Yeah. And at that point I could have stopped. And then you guys like flew up the mountain, uh, <laughs> at that point. Um, and I sat there for about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes debating, like just feeling like a failure. Like this is it. I've officially quit. And then overwhelmed with the thought that like, I have to go down. And I think that that, that thought was always in the back of my head. Like I got nothing left. How the heck am I going to get down to the yeah. car? You said that too. So us. far away. I was telling you like down is easy. And you were saying, I just don't know if I like, I can keep going up. I just don't know that I'm going to be able to make it down. And I wasn't as concerned about that, but the way down is pretty brutal too. Yeah. And we also didn't have poles and there right. was a large majority of people that had poles. And right. I guess I just underestimated their usefulness. I, I thought like, eh, I won't make that mistake. No, I was, <laughs> and and I made the mistake. I was so excited when we got there. I forgot to grab them from the car. And yeah, and I that's was going to let we ha you had them. I was going to let you use one because I know how beneficial they are. Yeah. And so that was actually my first. Well, not my first. I had only done one trip. No, that's nope, not even. I'd never hiked without a pole. Yeah, and that you was did my it. first time freaking beast hike, it. hiking without a pole. So yeah. you guys got to. I think the the you guys got to a, a significant milestone on the mountain and then you had to keep going further. But when you guys crossed over that top, top ledge before you started yeah. to do the scramble up like those rocks, mm -hmm. uh, I was like, I got more, like, I got I have to press further, further, even if it's an only another 20 feet. And so at this point, I'm like, I've already pushed myself as far as I can go. I know I can go further. And so I probably hiked another, another 30 minutes up, and then that was when I called it quits. I was like, I yeah. got nothing. And at that point, I was, I did not feel any ounce of failure because it's like I pushed myself past the brinking point twice. Twice. And uh, and so I didn't, I didn't hike that fourteen or I didn't summit. Uh, yeah. And I remember us just talking about how how big of a deal summiting was. Uh, and so there was this goal that you know hundreds of people, maybe a thousand people, had that day to summit and a large majority of them hit that. And I didn't, I did not hit what I set out to accomplish that day yet. I pushed myself past the breaking point multiple times and went further than I thought was possible. And I, I defeated, I had some, some huge growth inside of me, some internal growth. Yeah. And that was a big deal. And I was excited for you that you didn't, you actually kept on going and you know as Andy and I continued up the mountain and we left you behind for the last time essentially um I said yeah he's just he he's gonna have to deal with himself like he yeah. just needs to be by himself and and think and figure some stuff out on his own and Andy was like yeah I think that's gonna be good for him and we were right because we came back down and you were just like yeah push further and I feel good I don't feel like it's a failure 
And uh, I remember you posted your your synopsis on Instagram, yeah. the photos and talking about your experience. And someone said the goal is not to summit. The, the goal is to come off the mountain. Mm. Remember, right? Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is somebody, a big uh, deal, right? Because you could get up there and die. Like <laughs> the yeah, goal yeah, is the to, goal's not come, to summit. The, the goal is to come off the mountain. If you summit, that's an added bonus. And so you actually made it off the mountain. And I have I have video of you walking up to the car. And yeah. you just, you're not even having it. You're not even excited to be at the car. You're just completely gassed. Yeah. And I want to talk about uh, a couple of different things, but I want to also talk about um, after your nap, because you learned oh. some things about the, about the human body that I think is pretty interesting. But um, what, um, what would you say that you would do different? Like if I was like, Hey, Mount beer stat, June, 2022, what are you doing different? Uh, I think I am. I, well, number one, I think my first mistake was I underestimated the mountain. Uh, I underestimated what it would take. I took the word of others and didn't. And not, I'm not just saying you either. Like I had read, you know, that article and I had read a couple other things, not just that one about sure. hiking and they made it seem so easy. And, and there are some people that it probably is easy for, but right. um, I just didn't realize how much of a mental battle it would be. Obviously it was a physical, but it was equally, if not more mental to continue to push my body further than it could go. So I underestimated it. I think I would, I would pay whatever mountain that is respect and have multiple levels of fail safes, uh, whether that is poles, um, like the right clothing, uh, multiple, like, food sources, I would yep. probably take like things like I, I have a supplement now that, uh, replenishes glycogen, which is what your if your if your body is fueled on carbs and not fats, glycogen is, is what your body uses and pulls for from the fuel source. And so I would have that I'd even have probably two or three other things <laughs> that could help yeah. replenish fuel that is just drinks outside of water. Um, as well as actual food sources, like, you know, I think I do a little bit more planning, like what I'm, what's going to get the most bang for my buck. Not something that tastes good, but like what's like a mega energy ball that I could make. Sure. That I could yeah. Want, you know, like things yeah. like that. Those would probably be the two big and then training beforehand, uh, yeah. not underestimating training in the Stairmaster and like things that you can do to, because while I was lifting weights and my legs were stronger, there's no doubt about that. They were stronger than they were Yeah. prior to, to my and you journey. were, and you were but, lighter, like you had lost some weight. Yep. I'd lost some weight, but they were not used to the, um, rigor, <laughs> the, the, the rigorous continuous strain on your muscles and just constant output of energy over prolonged dinner, you know, length yeah. of time. It's like a it was long insane. time, right? It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So the so top my, three, those would be the top three things. Top three things. Yeah. One of the things I wrote down was food is fuel. Um, really considering, okay, how am I going to feel my body, my body? Like you got to think calories, you have to think quick burning energy. So, you know, carbohydrates, honey, what I did one time as I took some honey, I don't know what, well, I didn't do it that time because it wasn't on my diet. And I don't know if it was on yours or not, because we were doing 75 hard, but, um, honey is a big deal. Um, obviously trail mix. I mean, that's the reason yep. it's like sweet and salty. So you're getting carbs, but you're also getting fats from the, wait, nuts, is that, that why they stuff. call it trail mix? That's fun. Yeah. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, because it helps fuel your body on the trail. Wow. Mm. <laughs> it's got you know. sugar. It's got salts. It's, yeah, got, it's fat. got the salt. Yeah, yeah, that was the other thing. Like the electric, you know, having some sort of electrolyte mix, just all all sorts of little things. Like, and even realizing that, like, the other big mistake that I think that we made is I I think I did have a form of of altitude sickness. Uh, okay. Going okay. up. Um, and so maybe even taking longer because we got there and like set up camp and what was it like 6 p.m. And then we're yeah, waking up like to hike the mountain the next day at 5.30, 5 a.m. Yeah. And, and so I, I didn't have much time to acclimate. And yeah. we were already up really high where our camp right. was. Yeah, which is brutal. And, you know, I've that's the only way we've ever done it just because we do quick trips. It's eight hours yeah. to get there from Wichita. And so we leave on a Friday, spend the night, hike, spend the night, come back. I would like to try and do a four day trip, spend a, a full day on the mountain or a full day and a half and then hike. Right. So if we showed up on a Thursday, set up camp, spend all day Friday, just chilling, maybe do a short hike. And then Saturday you get up. Yeah. Like I wonder how our bodies would feel and if we would feel any different because yeah, that was a big deal as well. So real quick, like in the past, I'd told you about some of our mountain trips and I'm like, Oh, we hiked, you know, 12.2 miles over, um, you know, eight hours. And so you're thinking like, you know, you're maybe thinking, Oh, they're eight hours on the mountain. Maybe they're moving slow. Maybe they're sitting down a lot, that kind of thing. Like by the time we got off that mountain, it had been six and a half hours. And so how does that, like, what do you think about that? Being able to get out and do a rigorous physical activity for six and a half hours, bro, because we'll, we'll work out for 30 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour, yeah. Yeah. you know, and even with and 75 like, hard, right. Even 75 hard, you do two 45 minute workouts and that's an hour and a half. Yeah. Imagine if you had to work out essentially for an additional five hours, like that's yeah. what's happening on the mountain. If you're slow yeah, like us. For sure. I, I think there's just nothing that you can do. Like without that point of reference to know, like it's almost like I needed that. Cause you didn't summit your first or did you, you summited uh, your first. No, I got, you? I got injured the first time I tried to No, Okay. So I went on a hike way back in the day, like in 2012 and we summited, but it was only like, 13 six or something like that it wasn't yeah. a 14 or yeah. but we summited but it took us two days yeah. we we backpacked in we camped and then the next morning we summited i also think if i would have taken the time and actually like stopped and maybe rested for an hour mm -hmm. like literally took a nap Just and i saw people doing that i saw yeah. some people taking naps on the side like hey guys i'm gonna you know i think for me i was also really afraid because i had heard over and over and over again, you got to get off the mountain by so-and-so time because the storm, yeah, which is a real thing, you know? Yeah. But we, I honestly think we had enough time for me to pass out for an hour. Yeah. Uh, we because probably I think when would've. we got off, it was like when we were in the car, what was it like 1230, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. It was like, we probably had another hour that I could have, I could have farted around. Maybe not, you never <laughs> know, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty wild. I, I can't imp this next time we do it, I'm definitely going to do some visualization uh, about what's going to happen when I hit that breaking point. Like I'm going to do as much as I can to put myself mentally in that position that I was at where yeah. I got nothing left. And like, 
okay, here's the game plan. Here's what I'm going to do when I hit that point. Cause it's yeah. going to come. Yeah. And then here's what I'm going to do when it comes again. And sure. Like, I, but I have that cookie jar now, which is a concept that David Goggins talks about. Like, yeah. You know, these wins that you get, uh, you know, imagine this cookie jar, mental cookie jar inside of your brain. That's got, it's a, it's a, a ceramic jar and the cookies that you put into it are the wins that you get in your life. And so me pushing forward on that mountain, I mean, I had multiple cookies. Like I, yeah, I put, you know, three or four different cookies in that jar that day from that one experience. Whereas so going into it, I had nothing to pull from. Yeah. Um, and even since then, I've had more cookies that I've added to that jar from other areas of my life that you that I can go back to. And I can even remember uh, doing something that was a pain in the ass. I had to take a, a five minute shower every day uh, for phase one of the live hard program. Yeah. And I remember when cold I first shower. started cold, yeah, shower. cold, like ice cold, turn it all the way, you know, jump in, you know. And uh, it's, you got to stay in there for five minutes. I remember one of my first showers, like I started and I was like shivering uncontrollably. And then I thought, this isn't Mount Beerstadt. Like this isn't the mountain. And that was funny. And I was like, this isn't six hours of grueling. Like it's, you know, I have another three minutes of this. Like I'm fine. That's funny. It's not the mountain. It's not the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. The mountain's brutal, bro. So do you get excited about thinking about going back to the mountain? Oh, yes and no, man. Yeah. Yes and no. I, I, I love, I think if we, if, if there wouldn't have been as many people out there, I think I would have enjoyed it and not felt the pressure to gun it. Dude, I'll, I'll never, the, the most demoralizing thing that happened on the mountain was when there was a like six year old kid and like a 98 year old man or like 80 year old man that flew past me. Yeah. I'm like, I have both sets of extremes. Here I am, a 30-year-old man who should be going into the peak of my life, (laughs) and I'm getting smoked. And then, to me, that really did show me, wow, this is mental. Yeah. Like, well, maybe not the seven-year-old. I don't know how much of the seven-year-old. He probably just knows this is fun. I'm just going. And I think I remember telling you on the mountain, I was like, bro, this is the, the most people I've ever seen on any trail I've been on in Colorado. I mean, apparently, it's like a super, not even touristy, but really popular hike. Yeah. And so the other trails I'd been on, bro, I think the most people we've ever seen is like, you know, 10 to 16 or something like that. I mean, hundreds. I mean, there was probably there was a lot of people. I would not doubt if there was a thousand people that day throughout the periods of all points of hiking that attempted and and walked that trail. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it at all. Yeah. Well, dude, I freaking I freaking love it, man. I love I'm so excited to go back and I've already been thinking about 2022 and I I. It may be out of the realm of possibility. I don't know, but I want to try and take four trips. I want to go like June, July, August, September. Like why the hell not? You know, back to back to back. I'd freaking love it so much. Um, And so one more thing I want to ask you about. So you got back to camp, you took a nap and then you woke up and you were like, holy crap. So tell me about that. Well, there were a couple things that I noticed and you might, I'm, these might not even be what you have in mind, but my fingers were like swollen. They were like really, really swollen. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. what you were talking about, but that's the first thing that I noticed was like, yeah, they looked like sausages. Like they were, and I think it was just, it's altitude and the blood stuff and all that, all that yeah. stuff. But um, that was literally what woke me up actually, is I had like this tingling in my fingers and they, I couldn't like close them all the way because my circulation was off from coming off the high altitude. Um but I also like felt really good. And I thought I was going to feel dead. Like I thought yeah. I was not going to be able to move. Yeah. And even the next day when I woke up, I still wasn't even sore. Didn't feel that like, bad, I, right? 
don't even, I can't even explain that. Yeah. Because even now, like when I'm getting a workout in, like if I get a real good one in, you know, it's 45 minutes and I'm really pushing it, I'm going to be sore the next day. Yeah. So I have no explanation for how that worked, but I was like freakishly energetic, you know, yeah. 30 minutes, you know, I was a little groggy, but once I had a, I ever had a real bad headache, I needed to hydrate. So I, I think I pounded yeah. back like, you know, like 60 ounces of water, something ridiculous. Sure. And, uh, um, but yeah, I don't know if that's what you were referring to either of those things. But. Yeah. I just, I, I wanted you to hit on like how quickly your body recovered. It bounced back. It's like a crazy thing, right? I, I'm like dumbfounded even thinking about it because I was like, that was by <laughs> far the hardest thing I've ever done in my life yeah. for the most sustained amount of time. I came back and I don't even think I nap. Maybe it was an hour and a half. Maybe. Yeah. Like maybe. it wasn't like I napped for like three or four hours. Yeah. And then, you know, we went into town to Idaho Springs and ate some subpar pizza, but uh, <laughs> it was subpar and it was hella expensive. It was hella expensive, but you know, I mean, overall, I loved that trip. I enjoyed that trip. Uh, you know, one day I hope to take my children, uh, my son, uh, you know, have him on the side of the mountain with me and my daughter and my wife, like it would be amazing to have my whole family on top of a mountain one day. And I know you've talked about that too, you know, this idea of wanting, loving to see, you know, your daughter and, and your wife with you yeah. and all that. It's just, it's hard work, man. And it's, it's gotta be something that, um, that you want to do that you're willing to train for and that once you get to experience some of that payoff, remember I, so there were a couple of times I was like, the higher you go, the better the views get, right? Like do it for yeah, the you views. You kept saying this phrase of like, you got to earn these views. got to like, earn the views. Earn yeah. Views. And so that's the thing that blows my mind the most. And that was part of one of my first experiences when I went out with Casey and we did uh, phantom terrace. Yeah. Just, you keep, you go up and you turn around and you're like, uh, literally this is how it goes. We're walking and I'm like, Casey, look at this dude. It's freaking crazy. And I'm like, Holy shit. That's beautiful. And then you just stare and you're like, gosh, this is gorgeous. This is amazing. And you're like, okay, let's hike. So you hike five more minutes and you turn around and you're like, Holy crap, look at this view. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. keep the going. It happens way faster than you think it does. Like yeah. five minutes of, of sustained hiking is like, you can yeah. get some places. Right. So you get a mile up a mountain, bro. And it's just a completely different world. And, uh, again, it's almost like time is frozen when you're up there too. Yeah. It's, it's this really weird. Well, you get out awesome there so experience. early too, that you've done all this work essentially. And then next thing you're off the mountain, it's only noon. You're like, yeah. well, we started at five, you know, that's like almost a full day. And then you still have the rest of the day left after experiencing the mountain like that. But yeah, dude, I just, I, I like doing I like talking about the experiences. I like looking at the photos, but it never does it justice. Yeah. Right. It's just like, yeah. Oh, look at this picture. And people are like, Oh, that's really beautiful. Yeah. But picture. you don't know the amount of energy and mental toughness, strength, the mental uh, wrestling that happens, like even the physical wrestling, like your legs are burning and you're sweating and you're oh exhausted and you don't feel like you can take another step and you just keep going, you keep going, you keep going. And there's, there's these little payoffs, right. Of just the beauty of, of the views and you're looking around and you just keep going and keep going and keep going. There's no way to yeah. explain to somebody what that's like, unless they've experienced something like that. Yeah, it, it truly is. Uh, and was it inexplainable, unexplainable, unexplainable, something like that. Unexplainable man. It's indescribable. It's 
it, it very much so is that's funny any any final thoughts about that mountain trip i i'm not really sure what i what i wanted people to get from this episode i just wanted you to share that experience and i was excited to start talking about mountains again and yeah. um so i think more than anything else like it it there's a couple things that it spurred in me number one you and i started talking about like man what would it look like to take men on on and we say that just because we're men and we like that community of camaraderie of having other men and doing hard things. But like, man, how awesome would it be to take a group of men on a mountain and see them battle with themselves? Like you're not battling the mountain. The mountain puts you in the ring with yourself and then you go toe to toe with yourself. And it's oh, like, that's good. Like how freaking great is that? That how cool would it be to get a front row seat to that seat to that for other humans? Yeah. And, uh, and then the other thing that I think is like, man, if you haven't ever experienced, um, a big win where you pushed yourself beyond your breaking point, you are severely missing out on a vital part of the human experience. Hmm. Um, and, and I would try to figure out something that you can do that. And honestly, a great step to doing something like that is the 75 hard, you know, live hard program. Yeah. Um, it's something that puts you again, toe to toe in the ring with yourself and you got to fight that bitch voice every single day. <laughs> so I, I just do hard things, man. It, it pays yeah. off like crazy, crazy amounts of, of character development. I love it. Sweet, man. Well, that's all I got. I appreciate you coming on again. Yeah, man. As always. And I, yeah, I'm hoping that you will be a, a recognized and well-received voice on this podcast. It's been I'm loving it, dude. I'm I'm loving. I'm enjoying it. it. I listen almost every day. Uh, they're they're bite sized and it's, yeah. it's good. It's good. Except stuff. not this one. It. Not <laughs> this one. Yeah, I won't listen to this one. <laughs> and this one wasn't good stuff. Oh, uh, you're funny. Cool, man. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.